Welcome back to the Bracketologist Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Walnick. I am here with Let It Fly Media's own Justin Kim. How are you? Got it right that time. I'm doing well. It's great to be back in the office after a week-long break. Um, And we're going to be, from what I understand, arguing something today. What is that, Ben? It's going to be heated. Marvel movies. Ooh, Marvel movies are my thing. I love them so much. Let Let the opinions... Rain down. Yes. Um, we've got 23 movies, uh, and that is through. The last movie we have is Far From Home, the second yeah. Spider-Man movie. Came um, after Endgame, yeah. Yes, with uh, with Holland Spider-Man movie, yeah. the second one there. So basically, the rankings here are from Rotten Tomatoes score. We did not come up with the seedings. We just used straight up Rotten Tomatoes score to rank everything. Okay. And uh, that means, because we have an odd number, that the top seven movies will all have a buy into the second round. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven opening matchups. So okay. what we'll start here is we'll just we'll switch off on who starts and we'll start with the worst seed uh, starting, which is Thor Dark World is our 23 seed. On our right side, yeah. Yes, going against Captain America Winter Soldier. So I'll let you lead off on this one. Yeah, so... It's not really a surprise that Thor Dark World is the actual last seed because this was still in the Marvel version of Thor where he's, woe is me and and my life and you know, everything is tough and this is my tribulation. That version We're of getting Thor, into impersonations early. I like it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that version of Thor just I don't think works. Um, like when you think of Marvel, everyone has their... Uh, like their flair to each character. You think about Robert Downey Jr., how he plays Iron Man, or how Tom Holland plays Spider-Man. Everyone has like a flair to them, like a lot of color. And the old version of Thor before a movie we'll get into later, um, Thor Ragnarok, just like didn't resonate well inside the Marvel Universe. So I definitely think Thor Dark World is just the weakest Marvel movie in the sense that like they don't really explain... Uh, like the Infinity Stone, we don't really know what that is yet. That hasn't developed as a as a plot line yet. We don't know what's going on, which is later revealed. Oh, that was one of the things. And so you're kind of just left in limbo a lot of the time for the, during that movie. And then again, like Thor, in Marvel's you know entirety, I just don't think fits very well um, as a character of that version of Thor. So I'm definitely going to agree. Uh, Winter Soldier moves on almost by default. Yeah, I, th- I think A is just an awful movie. I think one thing that you uh, that will come into all these rankings is kind of the rewatchability of these movies. You yeah. know, is this a movie I'm going to throw on to Disney Plus and I'm just going to watch, or if it was on Netflix or if I see it on TV, yeah. oh, I need to watch because that scene's coming up. There's not really any redeeming factors for Thor: Dark World. I agree uh, that make me want to watch it again. So we'll talk more about Winter Soldier as it gets into more competitive matchups. Mm-hmm. But for now, the ten seed Winter Soldier will eliminate Thor: Dark World. So we'll jump down on that same side of the bracket, the 22 seed, Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk, which I believe you forgot was part of the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe, against Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, like, uh, what is it? Mark Ruffalo just plays a much better Hulk, I, yeah. in, in my opinion. Like, he, uh, like Edward Norton, again, in the theme of when you think about a modern-day Marvel movie, you don't think, like, it just isn't. It doesn't ride as well as uh, 
Mark Ruffalo and and like how Thor is seen in the Avengers movies or in stuff like that. Like, yeah, I, I don't think it can advance simply because it's kind of been removed from the equation yeah, on exactly. the whole overall Marvel story that mm-hmm. we have playing out of all of these movies. Um, I'm not the biggest Doctor Strange fan, and I don't think it's going to advance past the next round. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's enough of a gap here between Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk and Doctor Strange that uh, that we don't need to spend too much time yeah, on this one. I will agree. Um, so our next matchup after our 11 seed Doctor Strange advances will be our 21 seed, which is Iron Man 2. Versus the only movie out of this list that you haven't seen, yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp. But I think you can infer what's going to happen on this one. Yeah. I'll, I'll lead off because I have seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Um, really enjoyable sequel. I think Paul Rudd's Ant-Man is one of the best characters, especially in the later phase of um, this Marvel storyline. The comedy that he brings to it. And you wouldn't think that this would be one of your favorite characters out of all of these superheroes. Mm-hmm. But I think he brings enough to the table that it's always fun. Um, anything that involves time travel, I'm a sucker for and I enjoy. Um, <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next matchup. Uh, Iron Man 2 is is another really bad movie. Um, this was definitely the worst Iron Man movie, and I think far and away the worst Iron Man movie. Yeah. Um, I just think the Mickey Rourke villain, just it just didn't work. And I think it was just trying too hard. And I believe this was the second movie that came out where it was Iron Man and Iron Man 2 before we even saw another movie. Yes, I believe um, it was. It just was early... It was early on, and it was trying to follow up on what is one of the best movies out of all 23. The original Iron Man, I think, still holds up, and this one just fell short. Yeah, and like what it comes after, like like you said, Iron Man 1 is probably um, the most, if not one of the, one of the most, if not the most iconic Marvel movie because at the time, I think it was like 2008 or 2007, no one knew what the Marvel Cinematic Universe was going to become by 2020 um, when we have 23 movies out. Like, after seeing the first Iron Man, you're like, whoa, this is pretty cool. Like, superheroes are are cool again. Um, and then you and then you follow that up with Iron Man 2 that just flopped in pretty much every sense of, like, oh, we're trying to... It almost felt like they saw the success of Iron Man 1 and, like, maybe we can run this back again just, like, as another cash grab, and it just didn't work. Um, the character of Iron Man, played by Robert Downey Jr., obviously develops and has one of the greatest like story arcs across the entirety of 23 movies, but, yeah, Iron Man 2 is just super weak. Yeah, I agree, and uh, we'll talk more about Ant-Man and the Wasp a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I think most of these play-in games are going to be pretty self-explanatory. There's just a pretty large gap between these movies. Um, the yep. next one is actually a battle of two of the Avenger movies, that is Infinity War, our 13 seed versus Age of Ultron. Um, I think this is a pretty clear in a way victory too. I think out of all of the Avenger movies, all four of them, um, Age of Ultron is the weakest. And I thought Infinity War, I was actually surprised when I saw the Rotten Tomato scores that it was the 13th seed. Yeah. Because it, it's, I think that movie is really rewatchable. It's really well done. That final battle scene back at Wakanda is yeah. fantastic. And I've just, Far and away, the battle scenes in that and the return of some of those characters is is just a really good movie. Yeah, so we'll I'll talk about Age of Ultron first. Um, I think that was right around the time where uh, even like modern day tech, it was like ooh, artificial intelligence had kind of like popped off, and you know people are autonomous car driving cars and um, like like sentient beings are are being tested by you know 
people at Google and stuff like that. That's was like that era of of popularity. And so I think that's why Age of Ultron like kind of fits in that time. But yeah, compared to Infinity War, think about Infinity War. Like, it was like the redemption of Captain America coming af- after Civil War. It's just like, it's too epic of a movie to be put down by Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed Age of Ultron, but definitely out of the four Avengers, it's it's got to be the weakest. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, so now we only have one. We have two more playing matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, now would be the 19 seed, the original Thor movie against Guardians of the Galaxy 2, our 14 seed. Now this one will be interesting uh, because you really did not like the Thor character at all until we got into the later movies, past Dark World. So talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on the original Thor. Yeah, so the original Thor, I feel like, was decent. um, Except for the fact, a lot of people didn't like the the aspect of, well, he's not even Thor for most of the movie. I think that's like, okay, because you knew that with one of these main characters, he, he was going to get multiple movies and he was going to be seen across um, like the entirety of the, the Marvel universe. So like Thor one being an establishing movie, I didn't really have a problem with that. Um, it was more of just like, it felt almost corny in the sense that like Thor Thor never really he I mean he's just still in that like like man child mode of you know everything should be catered to me and and my father never treated me right and he's like I don't deserve to be in this spot I should be all powerful it just it just I guess maybe as an like when you get older you look back and it's like he's just being a child like it's it's hard to really relate um I guess when you're younger and watching, I was probably in high school when it first came out. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, I know from also reading some of the comics since when I was younger, like, this will be a character that lasts throughout, you know, the entirety of of, of Marvel doing their their multiple movies. But, like, just in the beginning, I was like, yeah, it's, it's kind of weak. Yeah. But I knew it was going to get better. I also just... I wasn't a huge fan of the supporting cast in the Thor movies. The just the the people yeah. that are from Asgard that yeah. are with him that come down to help save him and get yeah. him out, off planet Earth. It just the all of those characters just kind of felt a little weak to me. And uh, also the Natalie Portman um, relationship felt a little forced. I didn't really yeah. feel that chemistry. I think overall, just again, we're not seeing any upsets yet. I think we will in the next round, but yeah. we'll talk more about Guardians too. Yes. Not my favorite sequel out of all the Marvel movies, but um, we'll get more to that in, in the next round. So we'll have Guardians 2 advance. Okay, so our last matchup in the opening round is our 15 seed, and that is Ant-Man versus our 18 seed, one of our newest movies, Captain Marvel. Um, for me, I feel like this one's pretty easy because I found Ant-Man's character overall. And, and just if you're just looking at it as a movie, I was... A lot. It was just much more entertaining. Ant Man. I loved Michael Pena's. Uh, yeah. His, his comic relief was great. I thought it was great. You know, you're talking about two <clears> origin <throat> stories going up against each other, which we haven't really seen yet in this bracket. And uh, I just I left Captain Marvel entertained by most Marvel movies, and I was definitely entertained by it. But it felt a little empty. Whereas Ant Man, I was pleasantly surprised. I walked out and I was like, that was fun. I would watch that again like tomorrow. 
Yeah. So my only thing about Captain Marvel was this had come, what was it, like 21 movies into this. Most of us have most of us have been keeping up with this entire series since like 2008, and then right before Endgame, like everything has happened, the snap has happened, and all of a sudden you just insert this character that just seems stupidly broken. Like, oh, well, she's, you know, this many years old and she has powers and she can destroy. It. Like it, it, it felt almost like cheap to insert a character like that when you have um, characters like Iron Man or characters like Thor, like. I've lost everything. Like, what else do I have to lose? Or Iron Man, who like now has a family to fight for. Um, to just put Captain Marvel, it is a very difficult position for Marvel to um, insert this this character in. Um, and I won't argue with you know the people who read comic books like, oh well, she's this was prophesized that she was gonna. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but like in in the sense of the timeline of movies, is I think. For a lot of movie fans, it felt a little cheap just to introduce someone this OP, this powerful, right. that late into the game. It felt it felt like they got themselves into a little bit of a jam, and Captain Marvel was their bailout yeah, exactly. on, on, on reversing the snap and getting these characters, at least some of these precious characters, back for one more movie. Yeah. Um, I, I just think Ant-Man overall was a better movie. I mm -hmm. like Captain Marvel, and I can't wait to see what they do with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, I hope that the next movie with her is is stronger because I really like um, Brie as an actress. Mm -hmm. I think she's great. Uh, she's done some really good dramatic work other than the Marvel movies, and I think there's a lot of potential with that character. I just left that movie feeling a little empty. I felt like it could have gone a little bit farther. Okay. Um, I, think we I did have... miss one matchup. Yeah, yeah. So our say. last one uh, in the first round – um, is and this is will be a closer matchup, I think. It's uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, our 16 seed, versus Iron Man 3, our 17 seed. Um, I am a sucker for origin stories. I like those movies. I typically like those movies more. Like, I like Batman Begins a lot more than people like it. They always put Dark Knight as the number one movie. Yeah. Batman Begins is much closer to Dark Knight. I still think probably Dark Knight's a better movie, but I love origin stories. So in this one, I think I'm going to go Captain America's First Avenger, even though it's by far the weakest Captain America movie. Yeah, I just don't think Iron Man three was was that strong. It had its moments. I loved yeah. Robert Downey Jr. inventing with the kid with the potato gun and helping him rebuild his. Yeah, I I didn't really love that. You know, it's diving even more into there being basically you know 50 Iron Man suits to come help him out. It yeah. just kind of cheapens Iron Man in my opinion. Um, so for me. And I, I'm willing to be convinced otherwise if you feel differently. But for me, Captain America First Adventure would eke that out. Yeah, I, I'm i with you on the the origin stories. The one thing about Iron Man 3 is I would have enjoyed it a lot more if uh, the reveal for the villain wasn't also comedic relief. Like you have the, the kid provides comedic relief throughout the movie. But then the second half of the movie just felt like, like well, this villain you, you propped up is like, oh, well, that's not the real villain. And now... There's this new guy from the old movie. Nice yeah. twist with Sir Ben Kingsley there. E exactly. Like, yeah. You're just like, oh, well, it feels like the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie are just two completely different things. And so, yeah, I, I'll agree with you. And also the uh, the climax there. Wasn't that the movie where uh, where like Piper almost died and then they're like, yeah. just, like, like put her in a suit and she's back? Or, yeah. Oh, now she's got the weird superpowers because she... Yeah, yeah. I, I I just think uh, I don't think either of those movies would make it past the next round, and yes. we'll talk about that in a second. But we'll go um, 
we'll go first Avenger there for mm-hmm. Captain America. Okay, well, let's stick with that movie and just go ahead and do the next matchup. And here we'll just start going. We'll go one seed through um, eight seed uh, here. So Black Panther is our one seed. And again, mm-hmm. not our choosing. You know, maybe Black Panther would be your number one movie, but by Rotten Tomato score, I think it was a 97 or 98 percent. It yeah. is clearing away the number one ranked movie. So Black Panther versus Captain America First Avenger. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I am a sucker for not only origin stories, but soundtracks. So the score of of a movie, I think when a movie is emotional, like visually or, you know, through storytelling, what takes that to the next level is music and the score, which is why I hold some of the other movies like in such high regard, not just through Marvel, but like my all time favorite list of movies. Um, I think Black Panther was just almost revolutionary. And like what Kendrick Lamar like made this entire soundtrack for this movie. And you have Michael B. Jordan, who's just got so much swag and just plays Killmonger like literally perfectly. Um, And the thing about this movie, I think it was before Thanos, it was the first villain that is truly empathetic like you can see like he doesn't really have bad intentions you know like he just wants an underrepresented or like an oppressed group to be feel more powerful like his way of going about it like oh we're going to take over the world with violence you can you know say that that was probably wrong and how he went about it but like his core um like desires for I mean, something that's true in the world, like it's not bad. So he's very relatable and he's also just super badass. Yeah. So it was just definitely in rewatchability, that's got to be up there for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of these movies struggle to find, you know, their path and their vision mm-hmm. and, you know, the principles on which it's built. Yeah. Black Panther is very clear about the direction it wants to go, the tone it wants to set. Mm-hmm. The characters all feel even though it's an origin story, they all feel very, very developed. Now I know, yeah. I know we've seen, you know, we we've seen the main character before. We've seen the Black Panther already in yeah. in uh, Civil War, but the rest of Wakanda is, you know, we haven't really seen at all, yeah. and it it feels very established. And like we, I'm comfortable there almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool seeing all the innovations that they have there too. So yeah, it's overall again, it's the number one seed for a reason. It's a very, very strong movie. Mm-hmm. Clearly, it's a winner there. So. No upsets yet. We'll go to the two seed, Iron Man versus our fifteen seed, Ant Man. What do you think? Um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed Ant Man. Like mm-hmm. Paul Rudd's introduction to the to the universe was was great, and like just us in general. Like we know Paul Rudd, great guy. He's hilarious. Yep. Um, but when you're stacked up against Iron Man, it's like it's so difficult to swing in that corner when your opponent is the it's what kicked us all off exactly it's it's the the first skip on the lake that you know the goes 25 more skips it's just the foundational awesomeness of dang like the superheroes that we grew up with like playing with action figures and toys like has become real in movies that like we enjoy like i i watched the incredible hulk when it came out the the edward norton one i couldn't tell you what happened you know 30 minutes after it ended i I, I know scene by scene of this iron man movie it's exactly made 12 years ago and is still very rewatchable the the technology and the cgi doesn't really feel dated Mm -hmm. it's the characters and performances are great you're talking about 
um, didn't really have any empathy for the villain, but a great villain in Jeff Bridges mm-hmm. and the turn that he makes in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Um, I just think it's it's an excellent movie from start to finish. You get from the beginning scene where you know you got a little bit of the flashback aspect here, but the beginning scene where he's selling those missiles and all of a sudden yeah. they're attacked and you're just thrown into this thing in the first three minutes. Yeah, it's, you're just, it has his name on it. And, and you're and enamored with the character. Exactly. The swag that you yeah. get from Robert Downey Jr., it's awesome. He's just the ultimate, you know, I don't care, and you're going to, everything you can do is is you need to buy my attention. Like, why should I care about you? He just has that, like, persona of just cool, suave, um, like, leader of the room. For sure. It's just, like, from the opening scene. It's just awesome. All right, so our one seed and our two seed advances. Um, I think our three seed's going to advance, too. We won't spend too much time here. Um, Guardians 2 is our 14 seed against Endgame, our three seed. Uh, I'll, I'll start. Um, I liked Guardians 2. It wasn't my favorite sequel mm-hmm. out of all the sequels. I I, I loved the original Guardians so much. It's probably one of my three favorite Marvel movies. Um, and I just, the sequel just kind of, I walked out and I was like, that was fun, but it yeah. didn't feel quite the same. Whereas mm-hmm. Endgame is one of the only movies on here that I actually got emotional during. Like there are moments where like, you know, welled up, teared up, whatever, you know, spoiler alert. If you're watching this, I don't know why, or listening to this, I don't know why (laughs) you would be if you didn't want to be spoiled on anything. But like when you get moments like Robert Downey Jr. like taking one for the team and literally sacrificing himself. And when you get Captain America deciding to go back in time and just miss out on all of his friends for the rest of life because he he had to go live his life and just seeing old Captain America there. I mean, Amazing moments in this movie. It was really cool how they tied everything back together. I thought it was pretty well done for, again, kind of writing themselves into a little bit of a hole yeah. with Snap. Um, I, I, I think it's a pretty clear winner for me. Yeah. Endgame, I've cried in maybe five total movies in my entire life. And two of them are both uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Like, Endgame for me was not just the movie itself, but like the culmination of this story that we've been following for since, you know, 2008. It's been almost 12, 13 years now. How old were you in 2008? I was an eighth grader. So I was uh, 13. 13, 13. So like that's the prime, like when you really start diving into pop culture, like Mm -hmm. this is what I enjoy. I think I might have seen the first Iron Man with Billy. Like, I remember he was super into that. And so creative director, Billy Quad. Exactly. So he like, I, I just remember that being such a huge part of, of growing up and like, and experiencing pop culture. You just get so tied to these characters that you've like seen grow. And it feels like, oh, like I am a part of this, this movement of, you know, epicness that, that comes to an end during Endgame. And I will say, like, within the first 10 minutes of Endgame, I was already crying. Like, most people, oh, at the end when, you know, the funeral and and stuff like that. But as soon as I saw Robert Downey Jr. and he has a kid and he's a little girl, I was like, you just instantly know he's going to die at the end. And I was already in tears. My brother was sitting next to me. And (laughs) I'm already tearing up 10 minutes into the movie. And he looks at me and goes, Bro, are you crying right now? I was like, no, no, I'm not crying. It's raining inside the theater. 
but yeah, um, as much as I did love Guardians 2, Guardians 2 was a great movie. Uh, I enjoyed it just like it it continued the the I think Guardians 2 or the Guardians was the first glimpse into like a funny comedic Marvel universe and the sense that like no one really knew about the Guardians like until that movie dropped. So Guardians 2 like can't really live up to Guardians because I do love that movie a lot. Yeah. Um but it was still great like yeah. the Yondu's funeral um the quote uh what does he say? Uh, he may have been your father boy but he wasn't your daddy like that. It's, it's just gold when the Mary you, Poppins line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. When he when he's falling down like Chris Pratt and and um what is his name? Michael Rooker. Yeah, yeah. He they just kill it and yeah. I yeah, I, I, look, it's a good movie. It, it's yeah. not Endgame. Um, all right, this could be the first upset. Let's talk about the original Avengers, our four seed, versus our 13 seed, Infinity War. Dude. It's a tough one. This is probably the, the first matchup that I've looked at and I've been like, I I could probably go either way on this one. Yeah. Uh, okay. I will preface this by saying... At the time, the original Avengers was groundbreaking. It was, I've never seen this many A-lister actors in one single movie, and they're all playing superheroes, and it's, it's phenomenal. It's and Ocean's Eleven, but it's it, superhero. Exactly. Movie. That's yeah. exactly what it yeah. is. You just you just see it and like, oh, my God, this is crazy. What is the budget for this film? Um, and Avengers was, the story was great, like, they have a great preference and and it sets it up it sets up the rest of the the Marvel universe for um for the rest of all the movies but for me i think infinity war actually takes this like and it might just be recency bias for me but infinity war was like i said the retribution of captain america like you see that scene when the train goes by and it's just a silhouette and the music starts playing like that for me that that scene alone is just like damn this is like oh it's so badass and so you know for me i'll I'll just jump in i think yeah i agree i think it was groundbreaking when it came out but i think infinity war is the better movie yes you know for me the superhero movies overall when it just gets into destroying cities yeah it's like i get tired of it like i loved the first half of and i'm going to keep comparing to dc but man Mm -hmm. of steel i love the first half and the origin aspect of it and the Mm -hmm. flashbacks to when he was a kid interacting with his dad and growing up and learning the powers and all that when we got to where we're just destroying cities like it didn't feel fresh and fun anymore it just felt like what's the cost of all of this you know, it uh, the first Avengers movie, they're just destroying New York City, which obviously plays into all the movies in the future. But I really liked how Infinity War, they took this battle into the open plains of Wakanda. It yeah. felt like it was, there weren't innocent civilians that were being lost here, but yeah. this was this huge clash. We got, really, we got to see all of the Infinity Stones. They all played out in different scenarios. Mm-hmm. The first three quarters of the movie almost felt a little bit more like a spy movie. Like as we're and we'll get into that with some of these other movies too. As they're tracking Thanos, yeah, and they're stuff tracking like that, Thanos. Yeah. They're tracking down the stones. Yeah. They're breaking up into groups, stuff like that. Um, so I thought, I thought that was it's just a better movie. You've yeah. got a better cast. You've got a bigger cast. 
the original Avengers movie, there's a lot to be said about how groundbreaking it was. Yeah. But overall, I just don't think it was a better movie in the end. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Avenger, the first Avengers was almost like the storytelling was great, but it was it was our first like glimpse into uh, like popularity by spectacle. Like, it's just all these cool effects and everything's in together and it's just like all in your face at once. And so you almost feel like like you're um, enveloped into this, you know, this awesome great environment but again like i think the story of infinity war and uh like how that movie breaks down it's not just oh here's a lot of cool colors and animations and explosions in your face i think infinity war does take the upset over over the original avengers can i get a producer time check what are we at lengthwise okay perfect all right, we'll try to go a little faster to keep yeah. this under an hour. Uh, our five seed movie we haven't talked about yet, Spider-Man Homecoming. The uh, Not the first time we see Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. That was in Civil War, but his first standalone movie against our 12 seed, which is Ant-Man and the Wasp, which, which you haven't seen. It's a good movie. It's a good follow-up to Ant-Man. Very Pretty equal, I think, to the original Ant-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming, I think Tom Holland is an excellent Spider-Man, and I thought... The villain was really good. It was a great performance by Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. I remember um, when I moved to Kansas City about two years ago, and we we got YouTube TV, and you can just search for a movie, and if it's on demand, you can watch it. If it's not on demand, you can save it to where the first time it plays on TV, it will record it, so it's in your yeah. library. And I remember one of the first movies were like, what should we what what should we search? What should we get in there? Spider Man Homecoming was one of the first movies because we had seen it in the last year, and we wanted to see it again, mm -hmm. and I remember the day that popped up in my library that it played on TV. It was an exciting day. Yeah, It's just a really enjoyable movie. I love the character. I think it's it's probably the best representation of Spider-Man. I wasn't a huge diving into the comic books guy, so mm -hmm. I can't really compare him to different authors and different ways Spider-Man was written. Yeah. Um, but I thought the, the Michael Keaton performance and how he got looped into dealing with that villain and, and the re repercussions of it, uh, and how it tied in with with Tony Stark being involved, uh, I just thought I thought it was a better movie than Ant Man. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. It would be maybe a closer battle if it was with Ant Man. Yeah, uh, Homecoming itself is. It feels like a standalone movie, even outside the Marvel universe. You can watch. It's so rewatchable just because one Tom Holland just captures the hearts of everyone who um, who he comes across. But like. Compared to Ant-Man and the Wasp, yeah, it's a sequel. I haven't, full disclosure, I haven't seen it, as Ben has mentioned, but Homecoming itself just feels like its own little niche inside the Marvel Universe, and it's just super enjoyable. Like, it has the themes, like, you see Tony Stark, you see, um, actually, I think that's the only other other Marvel character that you see in that movie, mm -hmm. is just Tony Stark. But, like, Spider-Man being its own thing after seeing it in Civil War, it just... It's so cool. Again, I love origin yeah. stories and like the first ones of them. But uh, yeah, Homecoming, I think takes the, takes that matchup pretty easily. Yeah, and I also liked how yes, it was an origin story, but it wasn't the same Spider-Man origin story yeah. that we see every single time. Exactly, we caught him just a little bit down the line. He's already got his powers, but mm -hmm. it's how he's first getting ingrained, and his friends are finding out and stuff like that. But we didn't have to see the whole. We didn't have to watch Uncle Ben die again and all that yeah. stuff. Like it, it was just it was. I really, really enjoyed that movie, and it's very, like you said, very rewatchable. Yeah. Um, so to me, that's a clear-cut winner. I think the clear-cut winner in the next one as well. Uh, it's the first time that we're really talking about our 6th seed, Thor Ragnarok, uh, versus our 11th seed, Doctor Strange. 
Um, Thor Ragnarok to me is up there right at the top just because, you know, um, when you're talking about brand archetypes, Jester yeah. is one of them. And yeah. I like to consider myself a Jester. I think so does our podcast producer, Billy, uh, considers himself a Jester. Thor Ragnarok might be pound for pound. It's right there with Guardians for funniest movie from start to finish. And it, like you said about Homecoming, I think it could be a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. You'd have to know a little bit about the Thor universe. Yeah. But it is, it's just a completely separate story. And... You're laughing throughout the whole thing, but the action is also great, and they end up tying it in well when you go back to Asgard. Yeah. Also, another great villain and great performances throughout. Um, I love that movie, and I like Doctor Strange. It's just not one of my favorites. I agree. Um, Thor Ragnarok is the first time we see uh, the different flip side of the coin, Thor. Uh, and like you said, it's probably, yeah, outside of Guardians 1, it's probably the funniest Marvel movie, just period. Um, so many quotable moments that like have blown up as memes because that's what a hero would do. Um, and Jeff Goldblum just like as a supporting actor just killed it. He was hilarious and it was like such a refreshing change of pace because we're you're coming off of Thor Dark World. Like yeah. this is what they're gonna put like his character to. Like obviously he's in the the other Civil War or not Civil War um, Avengers and stuff like that, but like as his standalone Thor series, like you're coming off of Thor Dark World and this change of pace to Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, it was just hilarious and like came out of nowhere. I, I expected nothing yes. because of the other two Thor movies. It was so surprising. Exactly. And then, and him, then and him and Hulk together ended up being this great yeah, team. It's, it's um, so great. And I really like that movie and that next matchup, that which will be uh, one of our quarterfinal matchups, is mm-hmm. actually going to be really tough. Um, let's go ahead and jump to... The original Guardians of the Galaxy are seven seed versus our ten seed Winter Soldier. This is a tough matchup for me because Guardians of the Galaxy could be my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, um, it's going up against what I think is one of the best pound for pound Marvel movies. Just the story, mm-hmm. the action. It almost feels a little bit more like a like a Jason Bourne movie. Yeah, like it's got a little bit of a a spy behind the scenes thriller, not straight up superhero movie. There's, mm-hmm. there's, I mean, when you're dealing with just Captain America, there's not that much superpowers involved. It's just someone that's really strong. Um, but I, I, I really like that movie. But to me, I, I can't not have Guardians advance because I just enjoy that movie so much. And out of all of the Marvel movies, I've probably seen that movie the most. Yeah, uh, Winter Soldier, I think, is one that a lot of people forget is in you know the line of marvel movies but then when you mention it's like oh yeah that was a really badass movie yeah Yeah, and like you said it's it's more of like like a almost like a thriller like you're kind of on edge the entire time whereas guardians you're just like lax it's just a ball you're just you know you're cracking up and everything but winter soldier you have uh more action-packed sequences where you're like wait what oh this has really happened. Like, oh, like your your brow is frowned and you're having to pay more like serious attention. But again, I have to go with Guardians. Guardians came out right in the time in the same time where like throwback music, throwback clothes kind of started to come back into fashion. Mm. Probably like five years ago. Great. Five, five seven years Exactly. It's phenomenal. Like you I bought it. I you, bought that soundtrack. Yeah, you you watched that movie and you're just like, man, this is a 
fun movie and you come out of it just like I had such a great time like it's a different great time than Infinity War or Endgame or the original Avengers like those are just epically great whereas Guardians was just like that was a funny movie and Chris Pratt like the introduction of the entire like Zoe Saldana is back in um and Bradley Cooper like playing Groot just oh, it's all you ever hear and it's it's just cool to like that the Marvel universe can have so many different exactly like in contrast to Winter Soldier where it's very serious mm-hmm. and feels like a spy movie and and, and it's it's a very unknown like comic that went mainstream and it was universally loved yeah much. exactly um I'll also say that you know you see a lot of movies for a second or third time when mm-hmm. you're in junior high or high school and there's not much else to do when you're yeah. an adult after you've graduated from college you don't usually see a movie in theater again. Yeah. I think I saw Guardians two or three times in theaters. It's, like it's it's that good. Oh yeah. Completely agree. It was when it came out, just one of my favorites and yeah. has stayed one of my favorites even through all the other new movies that come out. So I, I will agree with you. Guardians moves on. And we have one more quarterfinal matchup. Um the newest movie, Spider Man Far From Home is our nine seed against Captain America Civil War, our eight seed. Mm-hmm. Um Civil War's right up there for me. I, I was actually surprised that it was the eighth seed. Um, I thought it was even more revered by critics. Um, I I don't think out of every single thing that happens in the entire Marvel universe, the most rewatchable scene and perhaps the best scene, definitely maybe the best battle scene, I think would be the airport scene in Civil War. Yeah. Um, when you actually see these Avengers basically going up against each other for mm-hmm. the first time in that kind of conflict, um, and you you get the introduction of Ant-Man and Spider-Man's comedy being brought into this more serious conflict, yeah. um, even in the middle of that battle. Um, because it has the most rewatchable scene, um, and overall I think it's an excellent movie. I think it's better than Far From Home. I saw Far From Home recently. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was as good as Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the twist uh, with you know Jake Gyllenhaal's character we know that it's basically just technology and yeah. they're just tricking people it, it was okay it wasn't great um I've, to me this is a no contest yeah uh kind of with you on the same point civil war not just the airport scene but it was the last scene where up until now they've had their small like ego quarrels you know between um captain america and and uh iron man in the first Avengers and some of the other movies, it gets referenced, but like this is the first time where something boils over to the point where like it's no longer all the good guys are together and you know we're all one big merry happy family. This was like a a split that really hadn't been explored yet in the Marvel universe, and so Civil War for me takes the cake over Far From Home. Yeah, pretty convincingly in the sense that like it was, it's like. It's like when you watch the first two Harry Potter movies and it's like, oh, everyone is together and a team. And then you go to the third one and it's like, whoa, like yeah. this is a change of pace. Civil War is like that. There's still, you know, bits and pieces of like Tom Holland getting introduced for the first time and Black Panther even being there for the cool factor. But this is like, well, oh, the good guys don't end up winning. Who are the good guys? Yeah. Which side are you on? And it's Captain like, America it or Iron Man? Like. It's not political, but at the same time, like it's starting to make you think a lot like, oh, yeah, like maybe it's not great that I mean, these superheroes obviously are like saving people, but there's also 
kind of what I was talking about, where cities are just literally yeah. being destroyed. Like there are repercussions to all of this. Yeah, like hundreds of thousands of people dying yeah. from building crashes and stuff like that. Like that's not something that is explicitly said, but when you really think about it, like can't be ignored, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. In- Incredibles. Should these superheroes like it, go away? I don't know. Um, I-, I think Civil War, though, as we both said, definitely what advances there. And we'll jump, st- we'll keep it at Civil War. We're now mm-hmm. in our last eight. So basically, our top eight seats all advanced, except for the original Avengers was upset by our 13 seed Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it may advance past that. We'll talk about that in a second. So uh, our one seed Black Panther versus our eight seed Civil War. Um, this oh. one's actually really tough for me. Yeah. Because Black Panther, even though it's our overall number one seed, I don't know if I necessarily agree that it deserves that. It was definitely one of the most unique movies mm-hmm. out of all 23 of these. Um, but gosh, I love Civil War. I, yeah. This is tough. What do you think? Civil War is hard to, like as a movie itself and how it ingrains into like the, the universe itself. Um is just iconic but black panther man it was it's so it's so like different than all the other movies like yes it's an origin story but it's probably the best done origin story i think out of all the superheroes um it feels you know as i said um, Winter Soldier kind of felt like a little bit like a Jason Bourne movie. Mm-hmm. Black Panther at times almost feels like a James Bond movie. Yeah. Like when he's like going in undercover, you know, wearing a suit, and then all of a sudden he has to break out and there's a yeah. car chase, like in a really sweet looking car that's exactly. remote controlled. Or like, even Batman. Like yeah. he's just he just in his own like realm of of like he has technology, he has money, he's leader of a country that, you know, nobody knows exists yeah. or like it's nobody so knows. Fun. And yeah. like you said, it's got such a good villain yeah. um, in Killmonger. Um, to me, it probably needs to advance because I don't think Civil War overall as a complete movie, it's a li- at times it's a little all over the place. Mm-hmm. It To me, it has the best scene out of the two movies, like I said. Maybe the best mo- the scene in yeah. all of the Marvel movies. But overall as a movie, I think Black Panther might be better. Yeah, I hate to see Civil War go down because that is, it's like a mini Avengers movie, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, yeah. But I yeah, think, yeah. I, I think Black Panther does have to move on. All right, let's go to our two seed, Iron Man versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Now here's another. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. This is tough. Um, so as much, I mean, these are both origin stories again. Yeah. Um, for me, I have to go Guardians here. I love Iron Man. It was the first movie. It Iron Man is one of, if not the strongest character out of the entire universe. Um, it's the movie that started it all, but the most fun movie, I think, out of all of these, it's up there with Thor Ragnarok. To me, Guardians of the Galaxy is just, it's so rewatchable. It's so much fun. It's such an underdog story because Iron Man is such is a comic that so many people loved going into this and they were excited yeah. about. There's a reason they started with Iron Man yeah. to kick all of this off. Um, it, it was easy to get behind that. Guardians was such a risk that no one really knew about. It's this really under-the-radar comic, I believe, from the 80s. Yeah. And they made it mainstream and so fun. All the characters were great. Um, to me, it had less to work with at the start and accomplished so much, and I just I just love it. It's I've watched both those movies 
more than a few times, but I probably watched Guardians over 10 times. That's what I'm going to go with. What do you think? Convince me otherwise. Oh, man. This is probably my hardest matchup out of the entire bracket. I mean, looking at the other stuff. Yeah. Iron Man. Oh, God. I don't remember seeing a trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy. I I feel like that came out when I was in 11th grade. I might have been a junior. 2011? I think it came out later than that, actually, because I think it came out after Avengers. It was like 2013, 2014. Oh, it might have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember seeing any marketing for that movie and how it popped out of just nowhere and instantly jumped to top two Marvel movie for me says a lot. But the character of Iron Man is what carries the Marvel Universe. You can have a favorite. My favorite character in Marvel is not Iron Man. It's Thor. Like, Thor is my favorite Marvel superhero. But you can't deny that Iron Man in tied with Robert Downey Jr. is the reason Marvel is cool to begin with. Yeah. I I just don't think any of the other movies really make it through without the performance of RDJ and how Iron Man was built as a character from like start billionaire playboy philanthropist yeah. to end of I will give up everything to save the rest of the people which was not who the original Iron Man would have would have said like you you go across that arc and you live almost like an entire lifetime with Tony Stark and to start that with Iron Man like as much as it hurts this is this is the biggest like stab in the heart for me I would have to say Iron Man moves on so my counter to that will be I'm not asking you to remove Iron Man from the equation for these Marvel movies it's not like it never existed yeah yes crucial to everything obviously my comparison would be Iron Man is the MVP character out of all of this. Yes. But just because you're the MVP doesn't mean that you're winning the championship. And the better team and the better movie in this scenario was the cast of characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. Gotcha. Um, so I Dang. kind of so for me, <laughs> Iron Man is Iron Man's kind of like, you know, like LeBron going up against the 2011 Dallas Mavericks where Guardians Ensemble just overpowered. Yeah. Him. So that just uh, came out of nowhere. Yeah. You didn't feel like Yeah. So okay. for that reason, I'm going to go Guardians, and also I'm the bracketologist, so I get to choose what advances, and that's really the first time that we've had a disagreement, and it was a close one. Um, so that's a big upset. That's a seven versus a two. That, yeah. would, that would make some noise during March Madness. Um, oh, all right, here's another interesting one. This one's tough. Three seed, endgame, versus six oh, seed, no. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, no. Yeah, these uh, are tough, man. Uh, the Two very different movies. There's obviously comedy in endgame. Um but it's not the core of that movie. Um, it's just tying everything together yeah. and completing all these stories. There was so much to do in Endgame. It mm-hmm. was such a difficult task, yeah. and they did such a good job doing that. Um, I hate to say it because I love Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, but looking at that side of the bracket, honestly, which is maybe it's a little bit of a cheap move, but I feel like it makes a lot more sense rather than having Guardians versus Thor Ragnarok in that semifinal because they're two movies in the same breath as far as yeah. comedy based. Um, 
I think, and I just think Endgame, the degree of difficulty. It's almost like a yeah. gymnastics score here where... Uh, you have to nitpick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Endgame did the the most difficult routine, and even if it performed just as good as, as Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. it was just a little bit more difficult. Yeah, so I am... When it comes to time travel, I'm pretty picky. Uh, I feel like time travel a lot of the time is like a gimmick used to just like, oh, they'll this is how we're going to fix everything. But the way I feel like Endgame did time travel and how they wrapped up, it was just the perfect like bow on this great present that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, like, I, I, I can't really even express into words how emotionally impactful the end of Endgame or like just like the entirety of Endgame because I knew it was all coming to a close. Uh, again, I think Thor, in the same way of our last matchup, Iron Man versus Guardians, the same way Thor Ragnarok into Endgame, Thor Ragnarok, phenomenal movie. Like so rewatchable, so standalone, um, was the saving grace of Thor's character, I think, in my opinion. Uh, but Endgame is just like, Endgame is what you bring home to mom. Like you, you can't, you can't overcome that with just a funny, a funny guy that you're bringing home or a funny girl that you're bringing home. Like Endgame is, like you're. This is what I've got, and I will do everything in my power to never let it go because I will never get better than this. Yeah, I, I think yeah. Thor Ragnarok is. I'll throw that on if I'm just looking for something in the background to laugh mm-hmm. at every now and then. I love yeah. that movie. All uh, great scenes. Um, great characters. Endgame is something that you know should have been in the conversation for one of the best movies of that year, and, yeah. and definitely is one of the best movies of the Marvel universe. 100%. So we'll, we'll we'll advance that. So jumping to our last semifinal matchup, which is Spider-Man: Homecoming versus Infinity War, which honestly for me, mm-hmm. our Cinderella story I think continues here. I love Spider-Man: Homecoming, but I think Infinity War. Infinity War and Endgame, I think, overall, were just so good, uh, such good ensemble movies. And they they took what Avengers and Ultron did, really Avengers, because I think Ultron is a weaker movie. They just took it to a completely different level. And again, degree of difficulty here. Infinity War did such a good job of setting up Endgame yeah. and bringing all the Infinity Stones into place in a fun way, in an entertaining way. That movie could feel like a drag, and it sped along. To me, Infinity War goes. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to agree with you. Partially because Homecoming was is just a great movie. But like, even if you don't, even if you take out Homecoming from the MCU, the rest of the story makes sense. Like, it's an amazing origin story and it's a different spin on like, so many different versions of Spider-Man that we've seen in the past 10 years, but um, it's kind of like, I don't want to compare it to Captain Marvel, but in the same sense of like, if I didn't see Homecoming, then the MCU isn't ruined for me, you know? It's just a very like, it's like whipped cream on something that's already amazing. Like, it's just on top, but is it necessary? Is it like a foundational part, and is it the most important, the best Marvel movie? I say probably not and so yeah our cinderella story does continue in my opinion when you talk about like moments in movies when captain america returns 
He's yeah. got the full on beard in the shadows. Oh, just, yeah. Just like catches the, like the spears. Just like, this is awesome. Yeah. This, or when, I'm so happy to be in the cedar watching this right or now. Or when Thor lands in Wakanda, uh, like with his new hammer. Yes. And it's just so badass. And you're just, oh, I have chills. And that's, the score and, is amazing. Honestly, that's another reason um, why Thor Ragnarok and Guardians made it so far. Infinity War bringing in. Thor to the Guardians universe and interacting with those characters mm-hmm. was so much fun. Oh, Having yeah. him run off with Rocket and 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 getting basically after he lost his hammer and getting his new weapon was so much fun. Yeah. Um it's just it's a great movie. So yeah. we're in our semifinals now. We have two what I would call Cinderella stories where we have our one seed Black Panther versus our 13 seed Infinity War and our 3 seed Endgame versus our 7 seed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, um all right, Black Panther versus Infinity War. Both have a climax in Wakanda. What do you think? I feel like such a sucker for like, oh, well, there's more people in an Infinity War. Uh, so it's better. But like, man, this is tough. And, I, and, and, and people are going to say like, this is just the the recency bias like everything is coming together it's it's at the end of the series so obviously you think it's better but like black panther again is a great origin story and it's the most original in marvel infinity war coming off of civil war where everything is broken up and like you don't know what's going to happen and now there's this new badass villain who's coming and how is everything going to tie together? Infinity War does that so well. Um, man. Oh, but Black Panther was so good. Like the, <laughs> the soundtrack for Black Panther, I have never been so like on the edge of my seat. Like, damn, this actually this is like this slaps. Like, this yeah. is awesome. Um I'll jump in. Yeah, I what think, are your thoughts? I think Black Panther needs to advance. Uh we've talked about how much we love Infinity War. Um, it's a part of the whole. And it is definitely necessary, absolutely, to get to Endgame and, mm-hmm. and for everything. The flaw is, as a standalone movie, it has a cliffhanger ending that mm-hmm. is going to be frustrating if you're just talking about a movie standing by itself. Yeah. We have the snap, everyone disappeared, what the heck's going on, end credits. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about, all right, I just got to pick one movie, what, what's the best movie? Um, I want I want something that's going to be able to stand alone just a little bit more than that. Yeah. Um, not something that was just a culmination of everything and is awesome because it's got a lot of great characters in it. So for me, I, I think Black Panther probably advances. Yeah. When he, I, I think I'm putting too much emphasis on how it fits into everything. When mm-hmm. you're talking about the best movie in general, like in as a standalone, like what can I watch um, if I only have three hours on a Saturday? What are you going to put throw on? You're not going to throw on Infinity War because then you're like, Oh man, but now I want to like you know what happens after Infinity War if you yeah. watch Endgame, but it's like you you are almost compelled to say like, "Oh, maybe I should just at least throw in an Endgame and just see." But as a standalone movie, like Black Panther is just so it was so revolutionary. It's like in incorporating, you know, like like social themes of the present day and and like hip-hop music and yeah, I, I I do think Black Panther moves on. Just if you're because... talking scenes, which could be a completely mm-hmm. different podcast, what are the best Marvel scenes? Yeah, you know the the final battle in Wakanda I, I for Wakanda... Infinity Wars they... up there. Oh yeah, so is Civil War's this airport. You know awesome. that would be a great conversation to have. I think complete movie. You're talking start to finish, original idea, fun. Like you said, soundtrack, yeah, watchable. 
um, can turn it on any time. I think Black Panther are one seed advances. I'll have so to agree. a little a little chalk there. Um, you know, a similar conversation here. Um, we've got Guardians against Endgame. Um, so if you go by the same argument we just made, if I'm just going to throw something on and and just looking for some enjoyment, um, I'm not always looking for a cry in Endgame. And yeah. also, there's the buildup to seeing Endgame for the first time where I'm going to get emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, Guardians, to me, and we've talked about it a lot, so I don't really need to rehash it too much, but it just it just hit all the right buttons. It's so enjoyable. The cast is great. you got all these breakout stars. It's just more fun. And ultimately, for a comic book movie, I'm looking to have fun. And Endgame, yeah. like you said, the time travel aspect was really, really well done. It's really, really well crafted. It had a very high degree of difficulty. Um, but I'm just looking for some fun with a comic book movie. Man. You're going to fight me on this one. I have to fight you on this one. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is probably personally top three for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe even, especially when it came out. When it came out, it instantly had not heard of any of them. Like, I was, I read a couple of the comic books growing up. Didn't know like some of the really like deep divers, new Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, oh well, this was part of this. Like, that wasn't me. Um, but when it came out, above everything, instantly jumped to the top. Uh, just because super enjoyable to watch. I love the soundtrack. It was phenomenal. But Endgame takes it. I I think Endgame for me was it's the catharsis that everyone has been waiting for. For, and again, I I'm putting you know how it lines up in the entire MCU into account, but I think you have to uh, when it comes to a movie like this. Like it's it's the the closing arc for so many different things, so many different characters. Um, this villain that you kind of get a pinch of in the end credits of of Avengers, you're like what's what's going on and. You get introduced to it in Infinity War, and now it's, oh, well, the world has gone to crap. Where do we go from this? And to change that like dynamic, I mean, I don't think anyone really thought, oh, all the people who got erased by the snap are going to stay dead. I don't think anyone truly, truly thought that. But coming off of that movie where you're just heartbroken, like this wasn't like a civil war, oh, we just split up, we're angry at each other. This was like, a oh, damn, we, we are pretty much gone like what else do we do from here and to come back from that from the end of infinity war to where it ends off to setting up the the new set of avengers who are going to take this the the universe forward i don't think endgame loses to guardians in the sense that like it's so iconic and monumental it just it's so strong of a movie in the sense of like parts of it are funny and parts of it are so emotional. It just takes you on the entirety of that roller coaster. I, I think I game wins. Okay. I can see that. I can also see uh, if you're going for the ultimate villain here, um, mm. Thanos is really first introduced for the most part in guardians as the big boss guy to the main villain in guardians. So yeah. if you're looking at that hierarchy, okay. Um, then that that kind of makes sense, and I uh, I mean I get it. I feel like you probably need in this championship matchup a representative of one of these ensemble movies that yeah. is, is all of these characters together. So 
I will concede to you on this one after I nice. trumped you on Guardians versus Iron Man. So <laughs> we have our one seed Black Panther in the championship against our three seed Endgame. Really, this just comes down to an argument of what you think is more important. Yeah. What tied together everything in the end and wrapped up all these conclusions up until this point. Or just the best standalone movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, it's so hard to argue, and you could go on this for days. Uh, but I still think, God, this sounds so like, like, oh, well, mainstream. But Endgame for me was just, I've never cried so much during a movie as I did in Endgame. Um, and that's like not like a shameful thing. I, I was proud to be so emotionally invested in this and to see like these feel like real life characters. I mean, it's it's a it's a comic book series. It's a movie series. Um, these are all fictional characters. But the fact that a story coming to an end like this where you feel part of the universe, you feel the pain that the characters feel like Iron Man dying to me in reality has no effect. Like whatever, it's a fictional character. He died in a movie, but the, the journey that you experience going through everything coming to an end like this and everything is just wrapped up. I don't think it's just so difficult to, to let that go and say like, Oh, that didn't affect me. Like this is, this was a part of my life. This was, you know, almost half of my life that I've experienced these movies and Endgame just wraps it up perfectly. I think I I think I agree. Um we talked about how innovative Black Panther was and yeah. how, how good of a standalone movie it is. Mm -hmm. I think ultimately, um, if you're talking about rewatchable movies, yeah. Um I don't know if I can point to a scene in Black Panther that I'm like, oh, I have to, w I have to tune into this and wait for the next 15 minutes yeah. to see this scene. Like, maybe the Black Panther versus Killmonger in the f when they're fighting for who should be the king of Wakanda. Mm -hmm. um, the the end fight just kind of left me a little empty. It wasn't quite as climactic as I thought it was going to be when they yeah. when they have their rematch. Um, and I, I think with Endgame, I'm a sucker for time travel movies. If we ever talk about um, just kind of movies in general. Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love nice. love time travel. Classic. Um, and they did a really, really, really good job with that in Endgame. And look, if you tune in at any point during that movie and you know the final battle is coming up sometime in the yeah. next 30 minutes, you you're wait gonna for stick that. around. Exactly. So, um, and also at the, the emotions that you get of the people dealing with the snap and you know when you're dealing with Hawkeye with his family in that opening yeah. scene of Endgame, and and then him getting to be reunited with them, and and obviously the emotions of Tony Stark dying. You're looking for the full spectrum of mm -hmm. funny, but also emotional. You get that a little bit in Black Panther for sure, but uh, I think probably Endgame takes it. And it's super cliche that we come to the end of this bracket yeah. and we choose the one movie that wraps it all up. But, yeah, um, it could have gone honestly. Any of the movies in the top four probably could have won this for me. I think they're yes. all excellent movies. There's a few that got left out that I wish had made it farther. Uh, Civil War being one of them. That's one of my favorite movies. Civil or Ragnarok War. too. Winter Soldier. Um, but I think it, it's fair. Man, actually looking at it now, Guardians staying, losing in the semifinals kind of 
Oh, man. It's tough. But yeah, it is tough. I, I do think we made the right decision, though. So ultimately, um, Endgame is our champion. You want to argue with us, you can find us on social media and just yeah. come and just throw down. Just throw down with yeah, us. Yeah, I'll argue for days. And <laughs> you can we can settle on different sort of opinions, but... And man. after an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes, something like that, uh, hopefully uh, you you haven't fallen asleep like our podcast producer. But until next time. <laughs>